Yo, welcome to another edition of the Speaker Geekers Podcast, man. I'm your host, Steve-O Steve, and I got, once again, my partners, my coasts, my brothers from another mother, Tommy T and G. So, on today's episode, before we get started, I want to let y'all know real quick, man, this episode is going to be all about diversity today. So, if you tune in for something different, you got diversity today. Which, as you probably should have known anyway, because yeah. that's like the biggest news uh, <laughs> coming right. out today. So not only that, man, we got the verses. Of course, we got what's in your speaker. So get ready to write down these new records for y'all to go check out. As well as, man, we got a little bit of news today. Just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk a little bit about Billboard and some numbers. Um, and we also got some um, other little bit of news as well. So without further ado, man, let's jump into it, man. What y'all been up to? Lame. Chilling. I'm off sure. work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got a week vacation with right, these Thanksgiving right. break, man. I'm happy. Man, get these turkeys man. together, man. What you gonna do with the turkey, man? Man, I'm gonna fry one and then my job actually gave us a turkey, so we're gonna uh finish cooking that one. Uh, from Honey Bake Ham. So yeah. Shout out to Honey oh, Ham. Shout out to my job. I appreciate you it. You give me a Honey Bake Ham one. I ain't cooking nothing. That's all <laughs> yeah, I mean. Well, no, nah, I'm, frying, so I'm frying a turkey for my cousin, man. Uh, you know, because usually I fry a turkey. Yeah. Um, anyway, so frying a turkey for her. We're going to eat that, um, the turkey from my job and, you know, fix all the little fixings that you have for Thanksgiving. This is my favorite time of the year, man. Yeah. <laughs> Time to eat, bro. Man. <laughs> you know I what's crazy? It. I am not the biggest fan of Thanksgiving. Are you serious? Yeah. Man. Like, I, like... Why? Like, honestly, I can only eat the things... Like, I used to be able to eat Thanksgiving food for, you know, a couple days. But yeah. now I can't... I can only eat it for that day. And that's <laughs> it. Other than that, it made my stomach hurt. I don't yeah. really want it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I'd be like, I'm good. I'm, <laughs> just you give me some of that and some of that, and I'm fine. They'd be like, oh, you don't want more? No. <laughs> you want a plate? No. Man. What you don't eat tomorrow? The stuff I bought from the grocery store. That's fine. I'm good. He's giving over, man. <laughs> it's Black Friday time. Weekend, man. <laughs> I can't I'm do it. Eat that jet. So Thursday on, bro. I ain't right. got no problems with it. Thursday till it's gone. Till it's gone. I'm gonna be eating it up, and then I'm gonna have some sweet potato pie, which is my favorite. Man, so man. I'm gonna eat that by myself, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's gonna be that, bro. I'll be happy, Bill. Man, yeah. be sitting there, sitting back, eating and rubbing my feet together, man. Happy, a happy camper, man. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna watch Charlie. You know, I gotta watch Charlie Brown yeah. on Thanksgiving. Yeah. But other than that, man, I just be thankful. But I mean, this year gonna be different because we ain't gonna really be around yeah. folks. But you yeah. know, yeah. No, I got uh, my mom is coming through, so yeah, that's sure. gonna be nice. Like we had plans to travel and stuff, but those plans got canceled because yeah. you know, COVID is a monster. Right. right. And so yeah, my mom, she's not too far from here, so she was like, "We'll drive down and we'll kick it with y'all." We can cook a little bit of food together. So we have a little small gathering yeah. for four of us. That's going to hey, be all right, though. When you just said that that part, it was like, because of COVID. I don't know why, but I wanted to come in and be like, COVID, it's a hell of a drug. Like, oh, uh, what's the name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're right. That just applies perfectly. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to this guy yesterday. I met this guy yesterday because um, one of Allison's friends is in town um, mm-hmm. and she dates this guy who lives here 
And so I met a dude yesterday, his name Kyle, and he works for like the health department. Mm-hmm. He was saying, yeah, this COVID thing, it's going to be around for a minute. Because I mean, he like on the front lines doing testing and all that kind of stuff. And he yeah. said the numbers and stuff that he's been hearing, they've been saying it's probably not going to be back to normal till like 2022. Wow. And I was like, damn. Wow. That makes 2022. Sense. Yeah. That makes sense because they're saying that, you know, the vaccines, even though the vaccines are looking good, that, yeah. you know what I'm saying, mass distribution won't be until like the spring. Yeah. So then, you know, yeah. you got like, they're going to get the folks who are like most vulnerable first. And then exactly. you won't get anything else till like the spring. And then, you know, you got to get everybody to go take the dang old thing. Yeah. And plus, That's I think true. they're having an issue with transporting it. Cause it's gotta be like so many degrees cold mm-hmm. or something. I heard so, that was mm-hmm. one of them. I think uh, like one of them said they didn't have that issue, but one of them was like it had to be like negative seventy or something like that. Yeah, something crazy. Yeah, consistently. It's like so. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all want to make it warm a little bit? <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> man. Like jeez, Louise, man. Your um, life is totally different right now. Man. Completely different, man. And, and the crazy thing about it, man, we've adjusted our lives to live with this thing. Yeah. Pretty much. You know, that's the craziest thing, man. We're gonna next we're gonna be walking around with them helmets, man. I ain't getting that. Man. <laughs> I ain't gonna be so foggy. Man. <laughs> <laughs> have a little relaxed space suits on, man. <laughs> right. Walking around Earth. <laughs> walking around Earth in a spacesuit—that's that's crazy. That's crazy. Walking around home with a spacesuit on. Spacesuit on. Well, at least here in the U.S., unlike yeah, other right, places right. that, like yeah. only two hundred day and stuff. No, yeah. well, that's funny, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. That's wild as hell. Yeah, that's why I go ahead prepare so when we figure out this uh, space travel and shit. Yeah. So we know when we get to the next planet, we'll be like, all right, we already prepared. COVID got us prepared. <laughs> yep. uh, I already got my helmet. Yeah. You got space? I got one of them in the closet. Come yeah. on, bro. I got two of them, man. What size you wear? <laughs> like, what? I got you, bro. You straight. Come on. Right. You straight, bro. <laughs> right. Oh, no baby. Problem. And somebody going to say a bootleg joints. Hell no. This ain't gonna have a hole in it. Right? Yeah, that one ain't gonna work. At all. At all. The little shield on the face is gonna be made of different material. Right. <laughs> At all. Oh, man. That's gonna be crazy. Man. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty much it, though, man. Yeah. Uh, what y'all been on this week musically, man? I'm gonna I'm go first again just because I ain't got a lot. Because, uh, I just been kind of busy, but go for it. As far as what's been in my speakers this week, um, I took it back, man. Right? I, I actually had hit up my mom and told her to send me some suggestions of just like '80s R&B and, and soul music, and I just made me a nice little playlist, and I've been playing it pretty much throughout the week, honestly. Um, gotcha. After the verses, I did go back and listen to. Um, <clears throat> I went back and listened to. It's called "Seen It All." Uh, Jeezy yeah. featuring Jay Z because I had yeah. I had never heard that track before. Really? Wow! Yeah. I went back and listened to that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
This might be around that time where you want to listen like no music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was, it was I told you, it don't even exist to me. <laughs> it was like a brand new song to me. I was like, what is this that he playing? Because he started playing that general yeah. versus. And I was like, what is that? But yeah, I made my little 80s playlist. Um, I listened to a little bit of that new Goody Mob because I was behind. Yeah. <clears throat> I still haven't finished it yet, but I got through like a few of those songs. I still got to go back and finish that. Um, Tommy, I went back and listened to that uh, Bobby Sessions that you had um, suggested yeah. that I go listen to. I mm-hmm. did enjoy that. Yeah. Um, I listened to the song with Killer Mike, Black Neighborhood. Black Neighborhood, that's it. Yeah. The only thing was like, I was tripping because it took so long for that man to come in. I was I was like, where the hell is Killer Mike? <laughs> I looked at the like the rest of the time left on the song. So it's like 40 seconds left. I ain't heard the mic voice yet. But he, he came in and he did his thing. Yeah. Uh, I went and listened to a couple of songs from that October from uh, Afraid of Dunn. I did mm. like that. That's pretty good. Um, I ain't really get to get into uh, Trap Boy Freddy as much as I wanted to. But I did hear Ga- Gary Payton and Boston George, and I like those two tracks. Um, I think I finished uh, that Joey Fats, G-Way. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. I did finish that one. I did like that. That was real smooth. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, I like that yeah. a lot. Um, and then one of the uh, homies from back back in Memphis, uh, his rap name is Ash Leon, and he dropped a little EP. It's called Moon in Aquarius. And mm. it's uh, two tracks off of there. Uh, I don't know how to say the first part, <laughs> but it's I think it's Yasuke and then Django. It's like Yasuke slash Django. And then mm. the second one is called For the Yellow House Part One. Um, it's some pretty cool music, man. Like, they might always be on some kind of out there shit with his music. And so, yeah. like, for me, it'd be kind of hit or miss because I don't connect with it all the time. But I did like those two tracks. Yeah. Like, a lot. I thought he did his thing on them. Um, but as far as, like, that 80s music, man, I was on some Earth, Wind & Fire, like, shit, rock steady, <laughs> never too much from Luther Van Drums, <laughs> uh, Sweet Love, Anita Baker, uh, Computer Love, shit. Um, who else was on this little playlist? Juicy Fruit. Uh, Juicy Fruit. Man, you was cleaning up, wasn't nigga, you? Nigga, I was oh, killing yeah. it, bro. I was killing it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all night long for the Mary Jane girls, bro. I was killing it, bro. This shit was fine. Man. But uh, that's pretty much all I got a chance to listen to this. Oh, and uh, my bad. Uh, shout out to my homie Cordell had put me out to one of his friends from back home. He's from Little Rock, mm-hmm. uh, his dude named uh, Bang. It's spelled B A A N G, and the okay. name of the project is called Neighborhood Love Dealer. Um, it's cool as hell, man. I ain't even gonna lie. I've heard his stuff before, and this is the most recent installment of his music. And um, dude, cold. Like he yeah. got some talent for real, for real. And I like his, I like his voice. It's kind of raspy. It's not too raspy, but it's like mm-hmm. it yeah. kind of reminds me of a. Uh, Reason, the rapper night Reason. It kind of um, reminds me of his voice just a little bit. It's not as raspy as Reason's voice, though. So it's a little smoother than that. And it's just some real chill music. Um, just kind of telling his story, talking his shit. Um, but that's it. That's me. That's me. That's what I listened to this week. Yo, um, the album cover is a trip. Are you talking about for Bang? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm you gotta it. check that out, man. I'm telling you, you gotta check this shit out, man. Uh, I'm on it already. Yeah, that man, he he owned something. I, I had hit up 
Cordell, and I was like, bro, tell that man, I'm ready to collab now. <laughs> he said, all right, say no more. I'm finna set that up. I was like, tell that man, I'm ready. Because he got some good stuff on there. It's a really well put together project. He got like some little snippets and stuff in there. It's good, man. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's it, man. That's what I was on this week. I'm going to throw it your way, Tommy. We're going to take it from Houston to Atlanta. I'm yeah. going to let you uh, tell us what you've been on this week. Man, so the recession two came out, so I'm going to start with that. Yeah. Um, Jeezy, like, shit, that's it, man. Uh, next, <laughs> I'll just play. <laughs> How is that, John, man? I ain't got I like, a chance to I like it, it bro. I like it. Um, it's dope. He, he, uh, what is it called? The Black Dollar? With, mm-hmm. uh, Him and Ross. Ross? Yeah, I saw that uh, the video at the end the of video, the verses. Uh, that joint, that that song right there is just one of my favorites on it. Uh, yeah. The ghetto with E forty, I like that one. He got uh, it's another one. Stimulus check, I like that one. The one with my reputation, they got Demi Lovato and Lil Lil Duval in okay. it. I didn't know that Demi Lovato could really like sing the way she can, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, listening to that, I was like, oh, okay, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Man, so uh, I'm going to check out some of her music um, this coming week. Um, other than that, man, I just let it ride. Honestly, just, you know, just put it in, like, just repeat the whole thing and let it ride. Um, what else was I on? Megan Thee Stallion came out with an album. I did hear that, too. My bruh, bruh. She, uh, this one was much better than her first album, I think, as far as lyrical uh, content. Yeah, yeah. Um, she had a couple bangers on there that I like. The one with uh the baby on it, I definitely like that. Um, shots fired. I like that one just because, like, yeah. <laughs> it's a diss record. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she just, came out the gate too. Right, right. The first song, I was like, okay, I see what you're doing. Um, circles. That's the that's the next track. So the f- first three tracks, bro, like. Are, are like okay. I'm gonna just let these ride, but I like circles because of the sample on it, not because mm-hmm. of what she's talking about. But the samples are on point. Um, little she got a song called Movie with Lil Dirk. Um, I, yeah. I like that one too, man. Yeah. That was straight. Um, what else was I listening to this week? Toby, I don't know how you say his last name, man, but Toby and Big Crick came out with a song called Bozos. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that joint, man. <laughs> you seen the video too? Yeah, that's how. Yeah, that's why I was watching. Um, yeah. That joint, nice, man. Um, what else came out? Um, I went back and listened to Two Chains album, and outside of those, Jeezy and Gucci. <laughs> Literally, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> Jeezy and Gucci, man. So. Um, yeah, so that's it, man. That's all I've been listening to this week. Yeah, I'm glad you said that uh, that Megan Stallion, man, because I had forgot that I listened to it. Yeah. I think I had forgot to, like, normally what I do is I'll save the album, but I think I just had played it directly from, like, online. Yeah, like yeah. Instead of, like, saving it, I think I just got in the car and I was like, oh, let me check this out. But, yeah. But it was different, though. It definitely was different, man, from, from, like, she still had to, she talked about the same thing. Yeah, yeah, like all the way throughout. Right, right. But it's 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 like it was funny. I was listening to it in the car, and I was I was like at a red light, and I listen to my music loud because I like to 
yeah. and feel everything. And so I was like, we cut this down, man. <laughs> 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 I don't want nobody to hear me talking, like <laughs> listening to her talking man. about her vagina the whole time. <laughs> It's a trip, man. Them beats hard, though. Them, them beats, beats are hard. tough, man. Like, them beats are tough. Yeah, she she got an ear for uh good beats. She right. really do. She for do sure. kick some good beats, for sure. definitely. But yep. Um Steve, what you been on, man? We're gonna shift from Atlanta to uh what where you at? Nashville. Nashville. Yeah. yeah. Atlanta to Nashville. <laughs> hey, we don't went from Houston to Atlanta to Nashville. Just <laughs> like that. <laughs> Straight like that. If we, if we had Vegas, it'd be Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. I was right. thinking that shit the whole time. I was like, why this nigga gotta be in Tennessee? <laughs> <laughs> Wish I was in Vegas. Um, right. Man, my, um, whew, hey, I listened to a lot. Uh, so, in preparation of the whole versus battle, of course, I went back listening to uh, some Gucci and some Jeezy. Uh, crazy thing was, I didn't listen to too much Gucci and Jeezy. I just mm-hmm. listened to, like, it was one album from Jeezy. Uh, really, it's a mixtape that I, had, I always have to search for to try to find. And just so happened, it ended up on Apple Music for this weekend, which is The Streets is Watching. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite records on there, man, uh, Lean With It. Um, it's basically a song where he's talking about, you know what I'm saying, the people that he came up with, uh, Gold Mouth Mailman and all them. And man, that's, that's always been like one of my favorite records from uh, Streets is Watching. Um, so if y'all got a chance, man, check out that from Jeezy. That's, that's before Trap or Die. Yeah. Um, and then when I went, I went over to Gucci, man, listen to that Trap House 3. That's one of my favorite albums from Gucci right there, Trap House 3. Um, I tried to listen to that Versus, uh, Gucci Jesus thing that they sent that they put in Apple Music, but yeah. it, it just didn't have the records that I wanted to hear at the time. Yeah. So that's why yeah. I had to go searching. Um, definitely, man, listen to the recession too. Uh man, it, it's a lot of mixed reviews. There's some people out there that don't like it. There's people out there that do like it. Man, I actually like the album. It's not that bad. The more I listen to it, the better it gets. Yeah. Um man, uh here we go. Man, just a hard record. Um Definitely, I mean, therapy on therapy on my soul is probably like the yeah. hardest thing I've, yeah. I've heard. And man, I really love it because it's personal. That's what I like from Jeezy. Uh, Almighty Dollar, uh, stimulus stimulus check, um, yeah. uh, live and die, which is actually a play on Pox to live and die in LA. Yeah. Uh, what Jeezy talking about to live and die in Atlanta, which I, I really enjoy. At first, I was like, man, I don't want to hear this many songs where he put, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a makeover of previous songs, but then as I begin to listen to them and, and the more I listen to them, I was like, you know what? They good. They straight. I ain't got mm-hmm. no problem with them. So, not my favorite Jeezy album, but yeah. uh, nonetheless, man, I dig it. And you know what I'm saying? This grown man Jeezy, I think a lot of people want to hear Jeezy do the, you know what I'm saying? Street stuff. They want to hear yeah. Trap or Dial, TM 101 or yeah. 102. But, man, it, if you listen to it, man, it's grown man Jeezy. He, he just didn't grow up, you know? Yeah. Um, That's it. That's it. <laughs> After that, man, Meek dropped a quarantine pack. Oh, yeah, Yo, I forgot about look that here. one, yeah. It's been a minute since I've been excited for Meek. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't know. His music just ain't hit me like it used to. But this quarantine pack is just full little EP. <laughs> this one here? Yeah, man. Uh, middle of it, featuring Vori. You know what's crazy? Who is Vori? Because Vori sounds just like Tory Lanez. And I was like, is this Tory? And he changed the name to Vori to be on? I, I don't know. Uh, but 
middle of it, man. I love that one. Uh, Paint Away with Lil Dirt. I mean, there's only four. <laughs> there's only four records on it, and I love yeah. all of them. Um, yep. So definitely check out, man, that quarantine pack from Meek. Uh, Summer Walker, man, she dropped this um, complete set video version of uh, Over It. Uh, well, no, actually, that's not the name. It's just called Over It, but it's the complete set video version. So mm-hmm. basically, man, it's a lot of records on here, but mm-hmm. it's really the same records over and over. There's like this... Uh, acoustic version of the record and then the live show version of the record for people out there that don't know what like a set when she what she mean by a set is basically the cd that they put together for you know saying the live performance Mm -hmm. so it's basically the set cd you know and the uh track listen to what i guess how she performs but man uh i love summer walker so you know all these are old records but just sitting around listening to summer walker and you know, what I'm saying concert form, form or live ver- or acoustic form, uh, yeah. it's just um, amazing. And I might have said it, uh, yeah, it just just uh, just amazing. Uh, a aca- cappella form. She got instrumentals on here. Uh, man, it's just kind of fun to listen to. So if y'all fan of Summer Walker like I am, go check out that. It's called Over It. Um, man, the two chains, dog. Every time I listen to two chains, it, get, it just get, that album get better and better. Yeah. So I gotta mention it again. Uh K Camp Kiss Five. So I, I hopped on that K Camp Kiss Five. Cause I'm a big song of um the song uh What's on Your Mind. Yeah. So he, he put out a deluxe and I went back to listen to it. Yo, he got a song with Fable called Tatted Up. I know Fable has a song called Tatted Up, <laughs> but he has a song too called Tatted Up with Fable. And yo, Fable rips it. Uh man, I like the um I like I like the direction that that K Camp is going in. Yeah. Like it, it's like LL Cool J, Lover Boy type of deal, and I think it fits him. So uh, man, go check that out, man. I, I really like that. Um, after that, man. Uh, okay, I tried to listen to the Rich the Kid and uh, NBA Young Boy. Uh, Nobody's safe. Uh, it, it didn't hit like I wanted it to, or I thinking it was. Mm-hmm. It's cool, but it it just didn't it didn't grab it didn't do it for me. So um, that's one thing that I listened to that I wasn't like, eh. you know, it was like a eh. so. But after that, man, I think the sleeper album of this whole entire uh, weekend of music dropping, Saint John. Damn, yeah, I'm mad. Dropped, yeah, yeah, he dropped that while while the world was burning. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> when I tell you this thing is flames, I already know it's flames. <laughs> it's flames, man. Uh, that's, that's like my sleeper artist, like pick when right. people be like, "Who is somebody to listen to that I wouldn't necessarily listen to normally?" I'd be like, "Nick, go check this out." Yes. <laughs> so you know, everything was cool. Um, you know, I didn't get to every album. Some albums I didn't want to get to. Yeah. Uh, but that Quarantine, uh, he got a record on there called Quarantine Wifey. It's dope. Um, so check out that St. James, man, when you get a chance. So, But yeah, that's pretty much was it for me. Uh, I know I listened to a couple single records out there, um, but they don't show up <laughs> in my Apple yeah. Music, which I wish Apple Music would fix that. And it's not just albums, but it's also the, you know, yeah, the single tracks. But then we did that probably going on all day. Yeah, but yeah, man, that rounds out my weekend, man. All right, sounds good, man. I gotta check out that St. John. Yeah, I bro, I don't know what it is, man. I gotta listen to him again. I don't like him like everybody else be like. Him. 
Man, <laughs> that that Roses record, that that's all I need to hear. I kept yeah. playing that over and over and over again, and then I was like, "Yo." <laughs> Speaking of which, he got a remix of the Roses record on this one with Future. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. check him out, man. Check him out, man. Definitely it. check him out. Give him another shot. Gotcha. Definitely oh, check him out. Yeah. Oh uh, man. So I guess it's news time, and I'm actually gonna take over. And since we're speaking about future on this St. John, man, the uh, the billboard, the billboard numbers are in. And uh, I'm actually surprised that future and Lil Uzi Vert, their collab album, Pluto uh, times Baby Pluto, actually um, came in at number two on the billboard charts. I'm really yeah. surprised because yeah, I, I wasn't. Yeah, a lot of people wasn't from what I heard wasn't really on it like that or didn't feel it like that but I'm pretty surprised they came in uh, second to uh, ACDC's new album Power Up so they were very close to being the number one album but I mean hey shoot hey give them they do I I was I was man I I was really really uh, surprised at that one so that's something that I definitely want to share yeah Uh, Man, they did some pretty good numbers too, man. They did some pretty good numbers. I'm not um, surprised. I think uh that's off the strength of Lil Uzi Vert. I think he has I think he has a huge fan base that um is like in the twenty to twenty-five range at this point. Mm-hmm. That like a nigga like me is not a part of, so I'm not tapped into what that looks like. But they might be having like Supporters, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, they, they oh, come yeah, out. They come out when he puts something out, bro. They pop up and they they support what he do. They definitely do, and, and that's and I mean you can't ask for nothing better than that. Uh, yeah. As far as you know, saying supporters go, um, you know, saying some other news we got, we getting to man, Pookie Lo's son. Uh, it's a it's an article out here uh, says that he's receiving uh, death threats following the G's and Gucci Man versus battle, um, which sucks. You know, uh, yeah. he lost his father, so why you you know yeah. sending death threats? So man, we definitely frown upon that. That ain't something that's cool, uh, especially for you. You know, you Twitter and and internet gangsters out there, man. Like y'all chill. You know what I'm saying? Definitely chill. You know, the man mm-hmm. lost his father and. Uh, you know, he he has to relive that that trauma, and you know, saying I'm sure that's something that's tough. So, sending threat, death threats, man. I don't know when that got cool, or who that that was cool. But yo, nah, son, definitely cool, definitely yeah. cool at all. Um, and then you know, uh, I guess what, the round after news. Oh, what you go? Who's I was gonna say that? why why send him a death threat like he had something to do with it? I don't yeah. know. Um, I know he did make a comment where he was, you know, on 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 uh, Twitter saying that, you know, basically he was kind of like, you know what, I don't even. He wasn't really feeling the versus battle at that point, which I mean, rightfully so. That makes sense. Right, that's his dad. <laughs> yeah, that's his, that's <laughs> like, his pops. I don't you know, want nothing to do with that. <laughs> right, yeah, absolutely. Like, he, like not. it was what 2005, 15 years ago, man. Mm-hmm. If he if he our age, that was we were just 18. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. he's younger than us, he's a child. So it's like, bro, he had nothing to do with that, man. Leave this man alone. He just does. He's gonna say he don't want. It. He didn't like that because that's his yeah, dad. Course. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Leave this and, man alone, man. Yeah, and you know these fans, I got to chill. 
You know, right. Gucci and Jeezy don't know you in real life, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, calm down. Um, but yeah, so you know, uh, man, some more news real quick, man. Shout outs to Nicki Minaj. Uh, can you believe it? Like, to, right. November twenty second marked ten years since Nicki dropped her highly her highly anticipated debut album, Pink Friday. Um, and I also saw that they on Apple Music they put it they uh re-released it again on Apple Music and I think it's the uh, completed version of the album so it has some extra tracks on it so man shout out to Nick uh man that says a lot man ten years in the game ten years from today I mean well yeah mm-hmm. ten years in the game man that's crazy so shout out to Nick man I yeah. like Nick I miss Nick I she got that baby too to it, man. I think she already had the baby. Did she, she already did? Yeah, she had the baby. Oh, man, I got to shoot. Congratulations, then. <laughs> <Right>. Congratulations. <laughs> shoot. Yeah. Man, I just, one minute I saw a photo, now she had the baby. Shout out to Nick. Yeah, Let's see what happens. Come on back. Yeah. Come on back. Yeah. So, you know, with that, with that rounding out the news... I guess we get to it, man. Let's, let's get into it. Guess we it, get man. to it, man. Let's, the main event. <laughs> right. Ding ding. You know what I'm saying, man? Right. <laughs> I'm ding ding for real. Uh, that night. Uh, man, man, let's get to man. it, man. Jeezy versus Gucci or Gucci versus Jeezy, however you want to say it. The versus battle provided by uh, Swiss Beast and Timberland, um, Revolt, uh, Apple Music, uh, uh, Ciroc, Ciroc, yeah, I think they're the sponsors. Yeah. Uh, all done at Magic City, uh, broke yep. records, yeah. two million. Yeah. They said it was total two million views, uh, which is incredible. Uh, which as it That's should, wow, man, yeah. Um, an epic night for both men, uh, and mm-hmm. an epic night for hip hop, um, man, hip hop as a yeah. whole. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I'm gonna say, Steve, man, just just lay it out. Like, why was this so big? For people so, that don't know, I'm pretty sure everybody knows, but for people that may not know, yeah. why was this so big? Yeah, let's get straight to it, man. Um, for the people that don't know, the history behind this, it's a long-standing beef of 15 years. I know Jesus kept saying 20, yeah. uh, but 15 years. And, you know, when you've had an issue with somebody for 15 years, and the music game, man, that's a long time. Most people's careers don't even get to 15 years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, it all stems from the popular song, So Icy. Uh, both men wanted it for their albums, their debut albums, but uh, Gucci ended up actually releasing it on his debut album. And from there, uh, it also was reported that Jesus said that he wasn't paid for his appearance on it. And then after that, it snowballed into a lot of disc records from uh, stay, stay Strapped to all the way to The Truth to, um, you know, what it is today. Uh, even a, a gentleman was um, uh, uh, murdered, uh, well, actually murdered behind the whole thing. Well, not murdered, but shot. He actually died. Let's just say that. Uh, passed behind the situation um, when a bounty was put on Gucci Man's chain. So, you know, it is, and there's been plenty of fights, and a lot of people have been pulled into it from DJ Drama to uh, Shot of Red, which is a 
producer for uh, Jeezy, actually for both men. Um, and then also both camps, which include, you know, like Waka Flocka, Sick Slick Puller and uh, so on and so forth. So, man, it's been a it's been a real like this has been a real war for 15 years. Yeah. And uh, even though at a certain time, I, th- I think it was around probably like 2006. Well, no, I think it was nine, I believe. Yeah, it was around 2009 or so. So they actually uh they actually uh squashed the beef for a second and um was going to collab together and then something else happened and it was back on again. So, you know, uh, that's pretty much what it stems from and that's the that's the shortened version of it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Uh, a lot of fighting <laughs> going on uh with this one. Man, that's crazy, man. How that how that has basically shaped our lives as far as like those two artists because yeah I think I don't know who I was talking to it may be you guys but we realized that it was so much money left on the table because of this beef we we were we have missed out on a lot because these guys mm-hmm. came in around the same time mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. if not the same time like they both hit their yeah. their stride at the same time or whatnot um it was good to see them. So at this versus like, um, of course we all know Jeezy was supposed to go originally Gucci had said, nah, he didn't want to do it. And Jeezy was going to go against TI, which Steve did not like <laughs> at all. Period. No. I mean, yeah. I was fine with it. I was hype right. about it because, you know, you was going to get some records and you probably was going to get some good stories, but you, would you know, that they were like homeboys, yeah. Yeah. I don't think we would have got like that no. full effect as of, no. you know, you know, you getting, yeah. you know, them get some other people and getting some different stories. Cause most of the stuff that they've been through, we already kind of know, yeah. you know, yeah. Uh, and, and in which in this verses we still didn't get no stories besides Jesus. No. <laughs> Jesus gave us something. Yeah. Uh, Gucci's just dropping records, but yeah. you know, um, you know, between brothers, you know, it's kind of like ah, that's exciting. But yeah, yeah, that's like you get somebody Steve that's getting up there and doing the verses against each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you already know. You know, like we all, yeah, it's like right. oh, well, you know. But you know, speak of gigas and say, you know. Shoot, Joe, right. Joe Button podcast. We get up there and do a podcast. <laughs> right, right, right. That's it. That's it. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but so we got we got Jeezy versus Gucci, man. What was y'all thoughts on the actual um, versus? Man, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I will say that. I will say that I really did enjoy the uh, versus. I thought it was. I thought it was cool. It was well set up. By now, they've gotten a lot of the kinks worked out as far as um, like the presentation and everything. So I was able to watch it on my TV, like through Apple TV and shit, Mm -hmm. Um, which is cool because like literally the week before that, that became a thing I could do through my Roku on my TV. And so (laughs) it was like perfect time. (laughs) I was like, yes, I can watch this on my TV. And I ended up like having to coach somebody on Twitter through how to set it up and shit. Mm. It was like two people responded because I was like, shout out to Roku for letting me watch this on my TV. And then like two people immediately was like, hey, how you do this? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so I had to coach them through it like live. Um, then like just them getting there finally, you know, late as hell because that's what niggas do. And yeah, um, yeah. 
starting it up and, and, and Gucci out the gate just like instantly coming with the fire. And I was like, this man right here. <laughs> like he came ready, ready yeah. for, for a real battle and shit. Like it was a trip. It was really cool to watch because I watched it in conjunction with like being on the phone with Derek and uh, like I had called him and let him know like how to set it up on his TV and shit. So yeah. I was technical support, goddamn right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but Uncle, oh, you a chick, right? Well, they need versus one or two versus somebody owes my boy a chick. Man. I'm telling you, but uh, he set it up. He got his stuff together, and then like I went and grabbed a beer out the refrigerator and I was cooking and shit. Uh, and then it finally came on, and like I said, Gucci came out the gate ready. Jeezy started playing his records. And I just, I just enjoyed it. And then up until like the point of like where the tension got real, mm-hmm. it was like a yeah. point in there where it was just like things kind of got quiet and you could hear a pin <laughs> drop in that motherfucker. Yeah. And I was just like, whoa. Right, right. <laughs> What's about to go down in this joint? And like they ended up, it kind of smoothed itself out. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it was a lot more civil than what I expected it to go. Um, so shout out to both of them niggas for not yeah. killing each other on absolutely. live. Right, right, but, uh, right. Absolutely. Yeah, I enjoyed it, man. It was fun to watch. That's so sorry. Uh, for me, man, I just like G, man, I enjoyed it. Um, the crazy thing was, well, just like G, I was at, well, I wasn't on the phone, but I was doing a lot of texting in my group <laughs> chat, and then my cousin texted me, and then I was on Facebook talking like it was and then I think were we talking in the slack too? I yep, can't remember. I, think so. we were, I was yeah. everywhere. Um but you know for me it was kind of like like I was there for when the beef started till mm-hmm. seeing the beef ended. So for me it was like some like real legendary stuff and it'll probably be something that I'll never that we'll yep. never witness again. Right. Um and like you know hearing those tracks um you know and we actually shoot, man. We was actually scoring it, <laughs> you know. Um, but you know, just to lead up, the fact that I really didn't think it was gonna happen until I saw it. Yeah. Um, you know, I had my drinks flowing, and like I had the surround sound on, and I got Apple TV, so it was easy just to hop on the uh, iTunes and go. Yeah. So just kind of seeing them, seeing them two in the room together, uh, and the fact that it actually happened, man, was like it's just big. Period. Yeah. Um, definitely sends a good message. Uh, but I mean, if I can describe it, man, it's kind of like a roller coaster. Um, <laughs> you know, it had its good moments and it got up there and I was like, oh, hell. Yeah. And, we, uh, and then, you know, we got towards that end and I was like, okay, okay. We yeah. got through it. Uh, yeah. Ball of nerves and I wasn't even man. there. <laughs> right, right. Imagine being in the room, bro. Oh, being in the city at that moment. You're like, whoa, got to go down, goddamn it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, that's something we'll, we'll probably never get that feeling again. So I'm glad I was here in attendance right. to see it. Right. Uh, if COVID wasn't around, I would have made that trip. I, I would have got into, <laughs> I would have got into Magic City somehow, some way. I would have been there. But uh, yeah, little, little too many, too many bodies for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I saw the line outside. I was like, no. <laughs> Somebody put, no, nah, I think it was hot. One, one of the race, radio stations down in Atlanta yeah, posted yeah. a picture of it, you know, the outside of it with the line. I was like, goodness gracious. But yeah, man, shout out to them for doing it and getting through it without any uh, issues. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
my biggest takeaway from it or the biggest thing that I, I realized, two million people watch these two guys, legends in mm-hmm. our culture, go on stage and um, essentially squash a beef. I don't know if they, you know, if they, they I don't think they're going to be best of friends. Oh, absolutely not. But I think they're able to move forward with their lives and being able to put a situation that was terrible. Mm-hmm. The situation was terrible, being able to put that behind them and two million people got a chance to see that. I absolutely. Think that's, I think that's more amazing than anything on like that happened throughout this uh throughout this whole versus because this versus definitely took you through a moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah. one moment to stand out to me uh, was when Gucci said we smoking on Pookie Lope tonight. And also oh. he said, um, and I'm 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 just paraphrasing this part because I ain't write it down. Yeah. Um we put one of your other partner, we put your partner in the dirt, you bring some more over. We're gonna put them in the dirt, and, or, or we're gonna send them, them back to you in a box, in a box, or something like yeah. that. Those two statements right there. Um, yeah. What was y'all thoughts on it? Because my thought was, "Oh shit, it's about to go down." Exactly. You know? <laughs> like, that's because that's, that's that part I'm talking about is when because Gucci was just finishing. Uh, I the think truth. he had just finished the truth. And yeah, then he turned around truth. and he was kind of like walking towards his folks and he said that. And yeah. he was like, uh, you said some more, we're going to send them back to you in the box the same way. Right, right, right. And I was just like, what do you do, Jeezy? <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. I, I was of two minds. Like, one, like, do you go, like, fire on this nigga, like, right now? Right. <laughs> or do, do you be, like, a bigger person about, like, how do you handle this situation? Because there's some real animosity behind that statement. Right, right. And so knowing that you in front of two billion people, knowing that you got all these other people in this club with you, like, how do you respond to that? Because this man has made it clear. Like, I'm with the shits right now. Right now. If that's what you want to do, I'm with the shits (laughs) right now. Don't give a damn who watching. Right. (laughs) And that was that part I'm talking about where you got to that climax and it was just like tense. And he was like, what's going to happen? And then Jeezy started talking. <laughs> right. He went through his whole speech before he went into uh, Get Your Mind Right. Yeah. Which, which I felt like was a perfect fucking drop. Like, yeah. they dropped it so perfectly with what yeah. he said. Like, the DJ needs a raise for that. Right. Yeah. That motherfucking <laughs> dropped it so hard. Because right. he was like, uh, I forgot what he said, but he was like, uh, one thing clear, two things for fucking show. Or something Three like that. For certain is I'm the real I'm still a, and yeah. just, the realest yeah. nigga in it. Which is oh, which really is my it. favorite Jesus song, by the way. That is the hardest. Like, you, you, you feel Man. that in such a such a different way. Um, it is perfect. Damn. Yeah. When I Woo, what you done, G? Yeah, I'm still, bro. Like that's, Man. that was that was the height of the night right there. I had to go get the pistol at the uh, at the room and like and watch the rest with the pistol ready because I was just like this the energy that's in this motherfucker right now. Right, yeah, <laughs> like, man. This is uh, this is a uh, wife beater and, and, and pistol uh, play right here. Right, that's what yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, man, when I when we got to that moment, now uh, before I get to that moment, I thought the high moment. 
at first I thought the high moment was the moment where Jesus well Gucci's like, man, I got on like, you know, sunset. I got on like let's let's do a do a battle. Can we do a clothes battle or, or a jury battle? battle? I got on yeah. this. And then Jesus yeah. was like, <laughs> got I don't have for Atlanta. Let's do a real estate <laughs> battle. I was like, yeah, talk your stuff, G. <laughs> talk your stuff, G. you know. Uh, but then when we got to the, you know, to that part. Where you know you say, hey, you know, after Truth dropped, for one, when Truth dropped, you know, I don't think anybody expected him to even play the record. Yeah. Uh, but when it did, it was like, oh no, he's playing Truth. And then when he gets to that whole part, you know, and he's like, you know, hey, you know, we smoke a puka loaf tonight. I, I cringed. I cringed yeah, at yeah. the house. I cringed uh, because I was like, hold up, you felt the record a little too much. You went too far. You know, like, um, and because the thing is, you know, uh, it's been 15 years. I'm sure Jesus psychologically has to still deal with that trauma, that all of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I want to say that, he'd probably still be here. Uh, and then, we, of course, we mentioned in the news that, you know, St. Pugilo's son was very unhappy with yeah. it and all the people that affected. And it's cool to be, you know, hard but at some point like CNN, MSN all the major like major news networks was picking this up and you're like <laughs> like okay this is when keeping it real goes wrong you know what I'm saying <laughs> and, but I get it on the other side uh, Charlemagne said something very important like have we ever thought about how Gucci felt and I was like yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was like you know what that was the big no. thing that was the big uh, thing for me yeah I was like you know what no I actually haven't um but in the same sense, it's a two-way street because a lot of people's like, how oh, Jesus can be in the room with a guy who, you know, killed his homeboy. But then it's like, how <laughs> Gucci can be in the room with a guy yeah. who, you know, essentially got, right. you know saying, has somebody gunning for me. Um, so for me at that point, it was another, it, it was a cringe role, a cringe worthy moment. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, what's about to happen? Because in my mind, I was expecting this microphone to get thrown <laughs> across the stage because if you see the if you saw the setup, they were actually pretty far away from each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a nice distance with two thrones, and I was like, "Uh oh, he even throw this mic at his head." <laughs> I saw Jeezy walk to the edge of that stage. It was like, yeah. "Yo, look here!" And when I heard that, I was like, "Uh oh, yeah." I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> now I'm gonna be honest. In that moment, I was proud of Jeezy because Jeezy, like everybody, like Jeezy never really talks about that. Um, he just said that, you know, he had nothing to do with it, but he never really talks about it. Yeah. And he stood at that edge and I was like, okay, now we see Jeezy. You know, Jeezy's been a hothead and if you look back through the battle, you wouldn't assume it now, but if you look back through the whole beef, Jeezy was really with the mess too. Mm -hmm. um, and then you see him walk to the edge of that stage and I'm like, okay, what's about to happen? And when he's like, look here, and he goes into the spill, you know, hey, I stand his olive bread. We supposed to come here and do it. Like, he was like, and Gucci was like, I told you I can't do it unless I can do the truth. And he was like, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then he goes into it and then he drops that record. Like at that point, like I saw Gucci's demeanor change. Like, yeah. damn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I think yeah. at that moment, I think he realized, like, he did everything. Like, it was so many disc records that dropped, and he did so much to antagonize Jeezy mm -hmm. that when he you got to that point, it was like, damn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think he had that, because you see him kind of like, his body language kind of changed. Yeah, it did. And 
But also, you know, I was talking to this to my homies in the group chat. I could see Jeezy's body language change. Mm-hmm. And he, you can tell, like, you, you ever see that person who's that pissed off to the point where they shaking? Mm-hmm. Like, you can see, like, Jeezy hops up on, like, the whole time, Jeezy just kind of sit down and being mellow, but you see Jeezy jump, you know, saying, after that record drop, you see him jump in the in the chair. Like, you see him just kind of, like, getting all of whatever he had out. And yep. you could just see the energy and the flow of whatever it was that, you know what I'm saying, all the anger, he, he sent it in a different direction. And like mm-hmm. being a bigger man is something that's so important and a lot of people don't understand. Like you can you can crush somebody by being a bigger man. Cause at that point it's like, everything I did didn't work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now you got to think psychologically like, oh shoot. Like what have I been doing this last? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like what have I really been doing? Cause for me yeah. in this whole battle, those districts got old real quick. They didn't age well. You know, like I was like, uh, another one, <laughs> like you know, drop another one, like oh my goodness, come on, come on, you got more. Right. Um, and something I want to bring up because uh, G is actually a, uh, even though he's a school uh, psychologist, um, you know, psychology is his thing. And something I want to bring up to him, like at that at that moment, like. Is that like a, a psychologist's like worst nightmare, or is that like one of their like like biggest accomplishments? This is why we do therapy to get someone from, you know, saying wanting to be, you know, because that could have went terribly wrong, yeah. uh, on both sides. But getting mm-hmm. somebody from, you know, saying the mindset of because there's two different mindsets there. There's Gucci's mindset. Uh, as we could see, all the way to Jesus' mindset, like like give. If you don't mind, can you get the listeners a little bit of like, like how important it is to have your mental space correct? You know what I'm saying in those situations. Man, <laughs> I the way that I I saw it, like watching it, like watching it unfold, I had to think of it two different ways. Um, first of all, like yes, you do have that diet of of like two men in two totally different spaces mentally. Like you mm-hmm. got Gucci coming in there, like nigga, I'm here for whatever. And then you got Jeezy who's coming here like with a different mindset of like, I'm here, you know, it's a celebration of the culture. I understand what Gucci is going to be bringing, but I still kind of have an agenda here that I'm trying yeah. to get across because I'm kind of not on that same energy that he's on no more. And yeah. so he he kind of having to balance that as he's going in there. Like, even though I may be at a place where I'm over this shit, he may not necessarily be there. And so like, I got to allow him that space to get that shit mm-hmm. out. Which yeah. why, which is why I thought it was so important that Gucci had mentioned, like, I told you I wasn't going to do this unless I was able to play the truth. And then Jeezy saying, yeah, I understand that. Like, that, that said something to me. That said that Jeezy already knew this was coming. Yeah. And he, he prepared for it to come because if he wasn't already past that mentally, if he hadn't already worked through the therapy sessions to get past it, that wouldn't have been allowed. He would have mm-hmm. never said, yes, you can come through and play the truth. It would have been like, yeah, you can come through, but you can't play that record because he would have known that that still was going to be something that was going to set him off. And then even with what you said, Steve, where like you feel like he got up and you can kind of see the anger in his body, like before he dropped, get your mind right and shit. That was him processing that that anger. It, it still touched him the same way, but he just knew mm-hmm. how to deal with it a different way at that point. And I think when you look back on the other side of like the body language changing on Gucci's side. Um, I haven't heard many people talk about it because niggas is niggas and they like drama. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah. I think that 
I think his body language changed for a reason. I think Gucci, I think he came in hot-headed, but I think he's a lot further along than we giving him credit for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that Gucci felt like it might have still been some animosity there. And that's why he came prepared like that, because he he when he changed his demeanor later, to me what that said was like, the only reason he wanted to bring the truth in is kind of like a temperature check. Like, yeah. are we still in that same war space? If we're not still in that same war space, if I do this, it's not going to hit you the same way. But mm-hmm. if we're still in that war space, if I do this, it's over with. Like, this is the end yeah. type of shit. Like you said, that's his trump card. That's that's the fucking atom bomb. Yeah. If I play this motherfucker and, and nothing happens, it changes the whole thing. It's like, nigga, I rap this shit to you. Yeah. I was I was across the stage <laughs> rapping this shit to you face to face, talking all my shit, and you ain't do nothing about it. Like that changes your whole mind, and that's why at the end he was like, "Man, I appreciate you extending the olive branch." Uh, mm-hmm. Like all that shit, like we cool on all that shit. Like we we good type of thing. And I know a lot of people was like, "I don't know if this gonna last," but even for that moment, it's powerful because yeah. you can see that these men have grown in their respective spaces. And since they ain't been talking for 15 years or whatever, or mm. 10 years since 2009, since they ain't been talking, they don't know where each other are. Yeah. Mentally. Mm. Like, they know where they are, but they also like, but what if this nigga still on that shit? Yeah. yeah. And you just saw two different approaches to both men kind of having that same mindset of like, what if he still on it? Because if yeah. he still on it, we still got a problem. Right. And mm-hmm. I think Jeezy was like, he came in like, I'm not still on it. His whole mission was like to let the world know I still ain't on that shit. And then Gucci's was like, if you still own it, nigga, you still <laughs> we there. can go there. We can still <laughs> go there. I think that, that has to do with where each man was uh, in the situation. Like you got Gucci being the person who was receiving somebody coming towards him, like coming out to his life. So like yeah. he gonna feel differently than like the person who allegedly sent somebody out to mm-hmm. get somebody like you mm-hmm. feel differently if you was the person being attacked you like hold up bro like you came at me bro like yeah. I can't show you no weakness at all because <laughs> you felt like I was weak in the first place because you already sent somebody my way and so mm-hmm. I'm showing you bro not only am I ready for this shit but I'm gonna reiterate that like nigga when you tried this would happen last time and like I'm still there <laughs> like yeah. I still do that shit now yeah. Uh, and I think at this point, they just have a different respect for one another. I think Jeezy has a different respect for who Gucci Mane is. Um, and I'm not sure what that's from. I'm not sure if it's because of just like knowing that he's grown as a person or just some of it being a part of the fact that when somebody came his way, he had to stand his ground. Like, I mm-hmm. think it's, it's twofold there. And so, yeah. like, just from a, like, a, psychology perspective man like that's something that you want to see you want to see people grow but at the same time you understand that like triggers are triggers nigga like mm-hmm. yeah and i think that's what we saw happen in real time is that like the truth is like the trigger thing that like gucci was like this is gonna be the thing that's gonna let me know if this shit really over with yeah absolutely if i do this and you ain't triggered then maybe we can think about this squashing beef shit yeah. But if I do this and you react, then ain't nothing nah. changed. Nah. <laughs> Absolutely. We still want that action. I'm glad you broke that down because I think I even told, uh, well, not told, but we was on 
Facebook and I was talking to Tommy and I was like, yo, at that moment I lost respect for Gooch. Yeah. Like real quick. Uh, Cause I think the Pukalo comments was too far. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when we got to the end, I was like, you know what? The fact of, because Gucci made an effort at the end yeah. to put yeah. that out. Cause I think, I think everything he said is spot on. And I think also he was kind of like, dang, like, okay, hold up. What did I do? You know, and he had that time to, you know, saying digest that till the end, whereas Jeezy was probably more quicker thinker and digested it and diffused it and put it all back together within a matter of minutes after it happened. So then, you know, you get to the end and you hear Gucci say, you know, after they perform so icy and you hear him say, yo, which was my favorite part, yo, (laughs) I, uh, you know, I really do appreciate you extending this olive olive branch. All disrespect aside, it's all love. And at that moment, I was like, okay. Because, like, I've seen the interviews when he came home from jail, and you could tell that he was a totally different person. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I I do think they had a conversation behind the scenes, which is evident because he said he wouldn't do it unless he could drop truth. Um, But I think you saw, I think in that moment, you know, what Jeezy is already, his growth already, I think we saw, oh, Gucci once again grow some more, you know? So, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Man, my my thoughts from both, from what both of you guys were saying was, Gucci had some stuff on it. Gucci went through a traumatic experience. Mm -hmm. Like, regardless of how hard or how soft people try to portray the situation, like, try to say Jeezy uh, because I've heard Jeezy was wrong. I've heard Gucci was wrong. Gucci had something on his chest. He went through a traumatic experience and never was able to say out in public what he wanted to say in front of the man that did it, that he felt wrong to him. So the way I looked at it was when, when he did the truth at first, I was like, like, Hold up, man. Hold up. Don't do it. Don't do it, you know, because I'm waiting on Jeezy's response. Jeezy had prepared for that. Yeah, Jeezy knew it was coming. Jeezy had mentally said, okay, like, it's it's there. I know what I did. I accept that. You know, he just basically sat down and was like, I got to take this whooping. Basically. (laughs) I got to take this whooping. And, uh, you know, I'm going to take it like a man because I did the work. So, you know, it is what it is on that. I do have a message, though. You know, I ain't just going to let a man sit up here and just chastise me without me getting my word out. So that's what that's what Jesus response was. But Gucci had to get that off his chest. Mm-hmm. It was a matter of I can't go further if I don't say this to you. And however you respond to it, it's on you because I'm prepared either way. Yeah. But I have to get this off because he played all of his diss tracks. Yeah. Like, because after that, 745 came on. Another you saw, diss track. Like, you saw a real live <laughs> therapy session. Right. Like, like that was real, real live, like, this is therapy in front of everyone. Um, right. It was like the homework from therapy sessions, really. Right. Yeah, it right. Like, yeah. It was like, this was the first opportunity for them to put what they learned in therapy into play for real. Into play, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So you, you, uh, you definitely had to appreciate the you had to appreciate Jeezy's openness to allowing and not responding in a way that 
would be detrimental to the whole versus um, his response and allowing Gucci to go that far, push the buttons. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he damn near just smashed the buttons. Like I'm gonna push all these motherfuckers. <laughs> it's like when, when folks go into um, you ever seen when people go into those homes and they're like, all right, get our anger out. Just you yeah, just go, yeah, go in there. You just smack. like that. Just like yeah. that. That's it's like seeing that yeah. with words, and it was like, just get it out. Yeah. Just get it out. Just Whatever you need out. to say to How me, you need to feel. Get it out. Yeah. And then you know, I'm gonna say my piece. And shoot, you saw that at the end. It was like, hey. We're gonna leave it right here. Right. What you right, want to right. Cause at the end, Jesus was like, hey, I didn't know how I was gonna go at the end. Cause Jesus <laughs> was like, hey, whatever you want to do, we can leave it right here and do this for the last time. Mm-hmm. And I was right. like, wait, yeah. wait, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> is it is it finna break down? <laughs> I was like, I was like, what's going on? And then so Icy drop and you see both of their demeanors. Yeah. You even see like a side of Gucci, like a like. Gucci appears to be happy at that moment. It was like relief. Yeah, yeah it was relief. Yeah. It Absolutely. Was relief. Like Absolutely. once so Icy came on, it was relief. And I can enjoy myself now because I didn't know what was going to happen. Even the DJs in the back yeah. changed their demeanor after, you know, once so Icy came on and, and everybody was was cool. Um, but the message that I think a lot of people may have missed um, because I ain't really heard anybody talking about it was when Jeezy brought up the fact that us doing this, him and Gucci coming together and, and essentially squashing their beef, how that affects the, uh, the culture, the, the, because we seen King Von got killed last mm-hmm. week. Mo three got killed. Uh, you know, two, I think it was two weeks ago. Both of those guys got killed. Um, yeah. all the killings that has happened, within that time for rappers. And these rappers are like Pop Smoke was was brought up. Um, yep. These was rappers are well. right there at the edge. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, it, and it's like, Jeezy is thinking forward, like, hey, I have this beef with this man mm-hmm. and I'm ready to let it go. And I have to allow the world to, to see us let it go. Yep. Just so, just to see if it'll help the future of our culture. I think that's huge. I think uh, I want to interject and, and, and kind of bring something else that happened this week into this conversation right mm-hmm. quick, because we saw that in, in two places this week. Um, if you was paying attention, you got uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion as well. Right, Where right. You got yeah. Will Smith and uh, Janet Hubert, the original OG, and Viv mm-hmm. coming together and having their, like, conversation, like, together on camera right in front of the world to see. Um, it was the same kind of energy. Cause it was like, yep. she came in and she like on some Gucci man shit. Like she, she came yeah. in and did, did not let this nigga not know how bad she felt based right. on what he did. Mm-hmm. And he right. just, he just had to sit there and take it. Like he couldn't defend himself and be mm-hmm. like, I ain't do that. Did it. it was like, no, take this. I own that shit. That's what I did. I'm so sorry about that. I hate that I did that. I'm, I've grown to a different place now and I'd like to start anew at this point that we at right now. Yeah. But I am sorry for what I've done at this point. And I think mm-hmm. that's that's kind of what we saw in the verses as well. Like, so it mm-hmm. was like this was a fucking magical week for like black people and growth. Bro, and absolutely. Right. Cause, cause it was just like <laughs> absolutely. Damn, reconciliation is a possibility, goddammit. Yeah. Niggas don't have to like take animosity to the grave. 
Niggas don't have to kill the other person. Like, you can actually meet each other head on, have a discussion, work through your issues, and then prosper from that point. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was just like a, a huge takeaway from this week for me. Yeah. And and it's crazy that you brought that up uh, because that was my inspiration behind asking you the questions, you know what I'm saying, about it, you know what I'm saying, from a, a, a psychiatrist standpoint. Because I, I I watched the um, Red Table Talk for Will and then they showed uh uh they talked about that as well as showing him and um who we uh the dark skin Aunt Viv for some yeah. of those out there. <laughs> uh to see them make up and you know him taking those punches and she used an analogy of you know when Ali does the rope dope and he takes the punches and you know what I'm saying he sat there and took those punches and then he also broke down something that that I'm like I learned something from it. He broke down something that I'm going to use going forward, which was, you know, uh how to become a better listener. And what he said was, um, instead of spelling out love, L O V E, he spells it L U V and for uh listen so that you would listen, understand, then uh, you know what I'm saying, uh verify where you went wrong. And I was like, dang man, that's so important. And then he also talked about how, you know, with his kids, what they do is they listen to them and they let them finish their story. Mm-hmm. And then they repeat the story back. And, you know, saying then going, you know, saying kind of going to it and everything and all of that, it, it sparked. It was like a thing. I was like, dang, that's exactly what Jesus did. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. exactly what he did. Like he, he let it, he let Gucci get out, uh, get it out. He listened. He understood. He, uh, you know what I'm saying? From my standpoint, he understood. And then, you know what I'm saying, verified and kind of went, went into uh, all the other stuff. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's been a, it, it's been a, like, coming off of probably the worst two weeks to, like, one weekend, seeing, like, something huge for, uh, for the culture is amazing, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man, I was very proud. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like I, I was just excited, man. This whole weekend, um, you know, about all those things, man. Um, like for me, it really affects. Like I don't, I don't usually have beef with people, and uh-huh. people that I do, um, I've been able to sit down and talk to them and say what's on my chest. You know, when I get frustrated, I might just. Like I have to release, you know what I'm saying, to move forward. And I feel like both of those situations, that's basically what it was. You know, um, time was lost, like I said earlier in the podcast, and a lot of money was lost um, or never made. Uh-huh. What do you guys think between these two guys going forward? Do we, is it any, do you, do you guys think there's anything else in store for us? from those two guys together? That's a good question. Know. That's a really good question. Uh, I think it's, I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility. Yeah. But uh, I just, I don't know the specifics, so I can't really yeah. speak <laughs> on it. Like, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I can see them, like, doing something together eventually. Would you want um, even them if to? It, if they did, I would want them to do it. Um, I would want it to be something with a, a mediator between the two. Not necessarily yeah. them going at each other with a mediator, but just like 
them on a track together with somebody else. With somebody else, yeah. Like even if it was like a, a TI feature yeah. as well in there or uh shit, a a a, a Jay Z feature <laughs> yeah. just sprinkled in there or a, a Ross feature sprinkled in there of just all three artists on one accord kind of speaking on the same thing and yeah. um just go from there because I think they have they got a lot of uh Unbeknownst to them, apparently right. <laughs> they have a lot of chemistry. <laughs> goddammit. it! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, I don't think um, musically, I don't think we get anything. Yeah. Uh, I think um, I think they're gonna probably be more in a cordial space. Mm-hmm. Like I see you, you see me, you know, and that's kind of like it. Um, I don't know if we get, like you said earlier, I don't think it's best friends. Cause I still, it's still like, it's, it's, it's some bloodshed behind that. Mm. And, you know, saying all type of, you know, saying stuff behind that, that I don't think we get to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think we get a more cordial Jeezy and Gucci as opposed to, you know, saying that more of that hostile environment. Cause now they, they've been in a room together. Like yeah. we didn't do nothing. What's the point, you know, yeah. of yeah. us doing something tomorrow to each right. other. Right. You <laughs> know, they even had the after the after party which were they were pretty much almost in the same section, even though mm-hmm. it's like, you know, probably fifty people between the two. Yeah. Um within the same building. And and even that, they've been in the same room together. Uh they just didn't um they just didn't, you know, Gucci was like, there was no point of speaking. Like, right, we know we right. don't like each other. Um, so I think, mm-hmm. I don't know if we get anything from them as far as, you know, a feature or mm-hmm. some type of production. But I do think we get, I think we can, we'll visibly see them in the same room together. Yeah. And know that, you know what I'm saying, stuff is cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Man, well, I look forward to it. You know, I don't know what we're going to get. I don't know what this versus did for both of those men. Um, I know Jeezy was saying in some of the interviews he would like to, but they, they still got to talk about some stuff behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not out, out in front yeah. of everybody. Um, so I, I just go with my, um, what's the word, um, anticipation of hearing yeah. new music mm-hmm. from these guys w- together, you know, um and and my my anticipation of how this affects the world and and specifically black males um you know that 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 are a part of the culture i see that they are going to start focusing a little bit more on on it's not going to completely change everybody but it's going to out of those 2 million people um, plus, because we know it was more than two million people to see this mm-hmm. um, out of everybody that saw this and understood where they were coming from. I believe it's going to affect at least one person. And I'm and oh, my yeah. rule of, oh, of yeah. life is if you doing something right and you affect at least one person, you've done your job for the next generation. Now, your goal is to affect more than one person in a positive manner. But if you do it. If you're only to able to reach one person, you've done your job. So yeah. um, for me, shout out to both of those guys. I want to say thank you to both of those guys. 
for giving us what we've been missing <laughs> for so many years. Yeah. We we really appreciate that. And, uh, you know, we look forward to both of these guys becoming uh, um, even greater than what they are now. So um, that's all I got, fellas. Hey, I'm happy <laughs> with that. Yeah, I, I think I think that's it. I think we, I think we touched on everything with yeah. the verses. The verses was fire. This probably was one of my favorite, if not my favorite, verses. Um, I'm looking forward to what's next with verses. I'm looking forward to who Ti is going to go against um, because even though Ti was was moved to the side on this one, I think he understands why. Um, so I'm looking uh-huh. forward to yeah. what's next. So. Um, and we can end it right there, man. Uh, thank you guys for listening to another episode of a Speaker Geekers podcast. Um, you know, if you haven't already, please go subscribe to the channel. Uh, hit the bell for the notifications of when we drop some things. Um, also, follow us on, on social media at Instagram at Speaker Geekers podcast. Well, same thing on Facebook. Um, you can find me on Instagram at I am Tommy T the third. You got Steve at the great. Steve O. Steve, and you got G at instantly underscore G. So follow us there. Um, comment on the on the video, comment in the Instagram. Just let us know what your thoughts were on the verses, how you feel about Young Jeezy and Gucci uh, essentially squashing their beef, and uh, what you what's your thoughts on moving forward. So um, if you guys you guys got anything else you want to uh, add. Uh, like I said, man, I'm just proud of the culture, bro, for for reconciliation being put on display live, goddamn live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I I don't know. I don't know if the the beef battle should be a thing, though. I don't know if you're gonna top this one, but hey, yeah. whatever, you know. <laughs> but you know, hey. My boy Plies need a battle. We're going to oh, battle my man. boy Plies. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody find Plies a, a, an opponent, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> Pretty please, man. Goodness, man. Well, that's it, guys. I'm out, man. Peace. Peace, Peace out.